Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, July 25th. Did you ever think we'd be talking about banning books in America? Banning history? I'm serious. President Joe Biden today drawing a clear contrast on issues of race and education with his Republican opponents. The president named a new national monument today honoring Emmett Till and his mother. Till, as many of you listening to this podcast know, was a 14-year-old African-American whose murder in 1955 helped galvanize the civil rights movement. It would have been his 82nd birthday today. Till was visiting family in Mississippi back in 1955 when he was beaten and shot to death for allegedly whistling at a woman. His mother, Mamie Till Mobley, insisted on having an open casket funeral so visitors could see her son's body mangled beyond recognition. Insisting on an open casket for her murdered and, I might add, maimed and mutilated son, 14 years old, she said, let the people see what I've seen. Let the people see what I have seen. Now, almost seven decades later, dozens of states have taken steps restricting how issues of race and racism are taught in schools, leading to fresh concerns among critics that America's darkest chapters are being held from students' view. Florida being the most prominent case study here with its latest moves. Both President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris tied today's ceremony to Florida's new controversial rules on black history lessons in public schools. We can't just choose to learn what we want to know. We have to learn what we should know. We should know about our country. We should know everything, the good, the bad, the truth, of who we are as a nation. For only with truth comes healing, justice, repair, and another step forward toward forming a more perfect union. We've got a hell of a long way to go. The Florida Board of Education's new guidelines require instruction for middle schoolers to include, quote, how slaves developed skills, which, in some instances, could be applied for their personal benefit. Here's how Florida governor and presidential hopeful Ron DeSantis responded when CNN asked him specifically about that requirement. I think what they're doing is I think that they're probably going to show some of the folks that eventually parlayed uh, you know, being a blacksmith into into doing things later later in life. Um, but the reality is all of that is rooted in whatever is factual. They listed everything out. And if you have any questions about it, just ask the Department of Education. You can talk about those folks. But I mean, these were scholars who put that together. It was not anything that was um, that was done politically. Another new requirement receiving some criticism when high schoolers learn about events such as the 1920 Akoe Massacre. The new rules require that instruction include, quote, acts of violence perpetrated against and by African-Americans. The Akoe Massacre is considered the deadliest Election Day violence in U.S. history. According to several historical accounts of that day, a white mob killed dozens of black Americans, set fire to their houses, and drove them out of the community. It all started when a prominent black landowner named Moses Norman tried to vote. Florida teachers are also not required to teach African-American history past the Reconstruction era to elementary and middle school students. 
And the new curriculum now omits the fact that in 1957, the Florida legislature passed a resolution opposing the Brown versus Board of Ed decision by the Supreme Court. That's the one that ended legal segregation in public schools. Here's Andrew Sparr, the president of the Florida Education Association, the teachers union there in the Sunshine State, expressing his opposition. What we see happening here right now in Florida is the governor is putting his political agenda ahead of the education of our children, and he's picking and choosing what he believes should be part of the history that is taught in our schools. And here's one teacher, Kevin Parker, who spoke before the Florida Education Board passed those new guidelines last week. This is courtesy of the Florida Channel. Please table this rule and revise it to make sure that my history, our history, is being told factually and completely. And please do not, do not, for the love of God, tell kids that slavery was beneficial because I can guarantee you it most certainly was not. Florida Education Commissioner Manny Diaz pushed back on what Parker and other teachers and advocacy groups were saying at that same board meeting. What we should be striving to do is provide our students with all of this information and let them formulate their own opinions. That is what true learning is. Kamala Harris went to Florida last week to speak out against the changes and relayed a similar message at the tilt ceremony today. Today, there are those in our nation who would prefer to erase or even rewrite the ugly parts of our past. Those who attempt to teach that enslaved people benefited from slavery. Those who insult us in an attempt to gaslight us. Who try to divide our nation with unnecessary debates. Let us not be seduced into believing that somehow we will be better if we forget. We will be better if we remember. Governor DeSantis has accused the White House of misleading the public about these new education rules in Florida. On Friday, he tweeted, quote, Democrats like Kamala Harris have to lie about Florida's educational standards to cover for their agenda of indoctrinating students and pushing sexual topics onto children. But even some in DeSantis's own party have criticized him for defending the state's new black history education standards. Will Hurd. DeSantis's rival in the 2024 Republican presidential contest was on CNN's The Source with Caitlin Collins last night. Slavery was not a jobs program. And what he should have done is say, listen, that was that was worded wrong. We're going to fix that. There is no upside to slavery. We're going to make sure that we we talk about this and that our kids in, in schools get a proper understanding of our history. That's how a, a real leader would have solved this problem, not letting this continue to fester. The Biden campaign and the White House clearly see this as an issue that plays to their political advantage. They love the contrast of Biden commemorating the dark chapters of American history with a hopeful message full of promise and betterment in the days ahead, in issues of civil rights, in issues of education. His dedication of these new monuments to honor Emmett Till and his mother against these new standards in Florida, they think that is a story that they can take to the American people in this election season and benefit from. And that was clear with Harris being dispatched immediately to Florida last week as this was bubbling up. They are going to utilize the vice president on issues like abortion rights or issues of 
education and civil rights and race issues that they believe not only will enthuse the Democratic base, but keeps the middle in line with them and paints the Republicans as more extreme on these issues. Of course, in the midst of the Republican nomination season, as you can see from DeSantis's response, he sees benefit in having this fight with the White House as well. So when President Biden today refers to book bans as barbaric, that is something that DeSantis is likely to seize on in the midst of appealing to the Republican base and building support in his campaign to take on Donald Trump and win the nomination. It elevates DeSantis when Biden picks a fight with them and his campaign believes that's a fight they are eager to have. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.